Hey, everybody, and welcome to Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and today I have a very special guest with me, Robert Klauser. How are you doing, my friend? What's up, Alex, man? Glad to be back on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Super excited to talk with you about what we've got going on on this uh, episode. Uh, Today is our monthly comic book episode, and we are talking House of M, which is a series from, I believe, is 2005 or 2006, uh, by Brian Michael Bendis and Oliver Copiel. Uh, I believe it spans eight issues and is kind of in a way was sort of the precursor for WandaVision in some respects. And so that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it is to see uh, not only if we liked it, but if there's anything we can glean from it to get information on WandaVision as much as I've spent some episodes talking about not wanting to speculate. This is going to be a speculation episode and we're going to have fun doing it. So, uh, Robert, I'll, I'll, I'll just let you start off, though, because um, I had messaged you and said, hey, you know, do you want to read this? And, and you'd said you hadn't read it before. So what were your thoughts after reading it for the first time? Uh, I liked it. I mean, it's it's a little different from you know, what we were speculating about from uh, WandaVision. It's, it's, it's got a little bit, a little bit of the uh, same, you know, tropes as far as, you know, Wanda uh, suffering like uh, – loss and everything and, and you know her her using that loss to to create different realities and whatnot so that was pretty cool but you know it's got a whole bunch of other characters like the x-men and everything especially with you know magneto and and uh and uh who else oh it's got Genosha stuff in there so you know there's nothing, nothing like, like that in wandavision so it was pretty cool yeah, they're definitely pulling uh, a couple of things from it, but not a lot of it. When I mm-hmm. when I read through it this sec, because I, I read it a long time ago, obviously back when it came out, and then um, I haven't really touched it since. But reading it now, it read really fast. Like I feel right. like it only took me like less than an hour to read the whole thing. Like I, I was like, "Whoa, it's done already!" And it felt like every issue had like was like a part of the story. Like there weren't for, for all these mega events that Marvel does with their comics. Sometimes it feels like they're trying to, I don't know, like touch too many things. Like, I feel like there's like 60 different tie-in issues and all this other stuff that you have to read. And obviously there were tie-ins at the time with this story, but it just feels like when you're reading this, that this is all you need to read. Like it's a very self-contained and quick story about Wanda kind of losing her mind. And I know when, when we were talking to, we wanted to read the Avengers disassembled storyline as well, uh, right. which we did and, and, and certainly not required in order to read house of M, but it does give you a little bit of insight. Uh, and that that's Avengers issues 500 through to 503. And then the Avengers finale. Uh, I honestly, like even reading that I was trying to piece together like, and it's funny. Someone had asked, uh, one time of like is there ever been a story where Wanda has like something good happened to her and I didn't <clears> know the answer I was like I feel like they're slowly getting better with their stories but I feel like at this time period every writer or at least Bendis was like oh Wanda's perfect for just beating against the wall all day long like yeah let's, let's take yeah. this away from her and this away from her and this away like they there's nothing so I feel like uh, at the end of Disassembled that was kind of her going crazy so, like, wasn't it that everything that was happening in Disassembled was Wanda causing it? Uh, yeah, it was. It was, uh, like, like she was taking revenge on the Avengers, and uh, she was uh, manifesting, like, the like all of their, like, past enemies. Like, you got you got the, uh, the Kree, you got uh, uh, Vision, and uh, 
I, I guess what else? I'm trying to remember the uh, zombified. Uh, what's the guy's name? That they caused the explosion in the first place. What's what's his name? God, I don't remember. And, and and as I was reading it too, I was like, yeah. this. It wasn't as good as I remembered it. I was a no. little bored while I was reading it. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I honestly don't remember. And I took. I, I like taking screenshots when I'm reading my comics on my iPad. So like I have these memories. And so the only two shots yeah. I took was of a a splash page of Wonder Man blowing up a bunch of ships, which looked really cool. And mm-hmm. then the final piece of it was Magneto saying, "Give me my daughter." when he takes Wanda. And so that's kind of the end of disassembled is like Magneto's right. like, no, you guys aren't going to like treat her bad. I'll take her. I'll deal with her. She's my daughter. And then that's the end of it. And they're like, okay, we got to build a memorial for all these dead Avengers. Like uh, I'm trying to think of who right. else died. Hawkeye dies. Hawkeye uh, and, and uh, uh, Scott Lang and Scott Lang. That's right. Cause uh, it's the Jack of hearts. It was a, it was a zombified Jack, Jack of, of hearts. That yeah. Blows up and kills Scott. That's right. And see, and, that's the thing about the disassembled where I, I was reading that and I kept getting uh, Age of Ultron vibes from there because, you know, it's it's the same thing. It's like her messing with everybody's mind and, and creating stuff out of, you know, manifesting things and kind of kind of like breaking them down from within. Because yeah. you got instead of instead of Hulk, which you got in, in the movie, you got She-Hulk going crazy. That's right. You know, yeah, they, they, they had they had to they had to calm her down. Like, like they were talking about calling the Hulkbuster, which they didn't do, but. It's the same thing. Let's, I, I can see where they're borrowing from, like some of the some of the ideas for the movies from this disassembled issue. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like it's it's one of those things where you have to read them. Like you have to read these issues. This is a really important moment in Avengers history. But I like out of all of their moments, it's not one of my favorite moments. But it's not bad. Like it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, but I I liked House of M a lot more than I liked the end of Disassembled. And so House of M starts out. Uh, And like I said, I feel like each issue kind of was its own little thing, but it starts out with them trying to figure out what to do with Wanda. And they're like, we need to kind of decide this, which reminded me a lot of uh, when the Illuminati was discussing. And this, I think the Illuminati is uh, right around this time, I think. Mm -hmm. And they are talking about shooting Hulk into space. And it felt like that same thing where it was like a group of people think that they're powerful enough to decide somebody else's fate somebody who can't, you know, control themselves or has lost their mind. And, uh, it, but I liked how, and again, it's, I can't wait for this in the MCU when we get the X-Men and we get that sort of stuff, but it was just so cool that like Xavier was there and he was like the kind of the, the spearhead of like, okay, we gotta, we gotta take care of this. We gotta do this. Uh, so do you think, do you think they'll ever, do you think they'll ever do something like that in the MCU? Like, like with, you know, when, when Ross is like, calling them pretty much like Hulk and Scarlet Witch, calling them weapons of mass destruction. You think they'll ever have to like, like deal with that somehow? Like, like these, it'd be interesting to see for sure, because I think yeah. it's like, it feels like in, in the MCU, the humans have spent so much time trying to restrict powered people of like, okay, we're, we're setting up the Sokovia Accords and all this stuff. And now that end game has happened. I feel like, and I hope this is kind of how it goes. Uh, and maybe, maybe not, but like, so in the comics, the superhero registration act to basically comics timeline house of M goes directly into civil war and uh, kind of puts the mutants in this spot of weakness at the beginning of civil war. And so they're, they're kind of on the sidelines, they can't compete, but then this, the, the registration goes through. And so it's like, you have to register. And so then, you know, the whole superhero fight comes. And then the next big thing after that is um is well it's a couple years after but secret invasion 
And so the whole secret invasion storyline comes out and, you know, it was like, Oh, spider woman's a scrawl. And I'm trying to think of some of the other people that were like the big players. Oh, uh, uh, Pim, Hank Pym was a scrawl and all this stuff. And then it was like, um, uh, Norman Osborn ended up killing the scroll queen. And so he became the new head of shield and, and, but then he was bad. Right. And then they beat him. And once they beat him, everyone was like, okay, we're not doing the superhuman registration thing anymore. And so they, and they axed it. And so I wonder if because of Endgame or possibly because of the secret invasion story coming to Disney plus from one of those that maybe the Sokovia Accords gets broken up again. And they say, okay. you know what, based off, like we have no place to tell people what to do sort of thing. And so maybe that does come into play that the mutants come at a time where there isn't a Sokovia Accords anymore, but it would also be super interesting to see what would happen if there was one, like, you know, Oh, we just got a million people who now have powers. We need them to all register and, 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 you know, be signed up, which right. again, there's, there's precedence for it in the comics. It makes sense. But, but yeah, that's kind of my thought on that. What about you? Uh, I think, I don't know, maybe, maybe they could explore that, but, Maybe maybe they they like kind of like went over it in, in Age of Ultron a little bit in, in, in Civil War like, but I think there's just there's so much stuff happening with WandaVision right now like like who who's in control is she getting manipulated or is she doing this all on her own like what's it gonna what's it gonna cause like is it gonna cause damage or is like like we talked about before is it is it gonna you know bring bring forth other like superpowered people or mutants we can't say mutants yet in the mcu apparently but right something like something like that maybe no it's and that's a really great thought because i think and i i i would have guessed it i feel like you and i even talked about it and that you know everyone was like okay like i'm ready for the falcon and the winter soldier blah 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 but i think we had always talked about wandavision being the show that's going to have the most consequences or that's going to have a lot of consequences come out of it and right i love that right now like we have no idea what those consequences are, but it's going to be something like if this is, if Wanda is the one behind this, like maybe this house of M thing is the next thing for her or something like that, where they're planning against her. Like, Hey, Wanda's too powerful. Or like, she was a bad guy in this. Like, look at this footage. She clearly looks evil. Or if it's someone else, who's the bad guy going back to the whole, like, well, now we need to figure out this new threat and we need to deal with this new threat. And that's the, you know, the setup for whatever it is. I just, whatever it is, the fact that you're able to create a whole reality like that and all of Westfield, like it's gotta be powerful one way or another. So whether it's Wanda or some other force, that force is going to be something that is not going to just go away. Like it's going right. to have lasting consequences. Right. Um, and so then I think, I think it's in that first issue that, they show a flashback of uh, when Wanda had her kids, which I thought was cool. Cause again, I hadn't, I don't think I've actually read those comics where she has her kids, but in seeing them in here it was always when I'd first seen them that and reading young Avengers, but um, it was cool to see. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, did they, they take anything from this besides, you know, it's the twins and whatnot, but there wasn't like any quotes, you know, you had said you'd spotted some quotes in uh, God of thunder, around right, like yeah. all that and i was looking for something like that but there, there weren't any there's nothing uh but then so we get to the spot where the the um you know the, the group and we won't call them the illuminati we can just call them the avengers but um it's the avengers and the x-men and they're they've agreed at least we need to go confront wanda and so quicksilver and magneto are kind of with wanda they're arguing like oh 
Um, Quicksilver seems to be kind of like anti the, the good guys. Like, you know, they're, they're just going to come kill Wanda and Magneto is more like, we need to like, at least talk this out because they're not wrong. Like Wanda's is yeah. a problem. He says, well, what would you have me do? Cause he, he's, he's like, I guess Pietro, he was in, he was at Avengers tower when they were talking about it and they didn't, they didn't necessarily say they were going to kill her, but I guess he just jumped the gun Yeah, because you know, I, I don't think even Charles Xavier was suggesting to kill her. I think it was only uh, Emma Frost and Wolverine. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, uh, the Avengers were all against it. But I think by that time, you know, uh, Quicksilver had already left and he had rushed back to, to Genosha and, and told, you know, that that was the plan. They were going to kill her. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what would you have me do? So that's what yeah, they Again, he's, like, like, he's just like, you know, that's kind of they're not wrong for thinking that. Like, we've got to right. tr- obviously try and convince them otherwise, but they're they're justified because she she killed Avengers like she killed these Avengers and caused them to die. Uh, which right. again, it just sucks because I, I actually weirdly, this is where I grew to like Wanda because I'm, I've always been a huge fan of OP characters. Like my, one of my favorites was always, has always been the Sentry, just because his power is incalculable and you can never like beat him. And, and so it's always great when he's fighting. And so Wanda had that in house of M and I, I immediately hooked onto that. And I was like, I need more Wanda stories, but I saw her as like, this is the perfect redemption story for her sort of thing. But Marvel never saw it that way. Like they always were like, Oh, but like what more could we pile on top of her? And so I was like, no, please like just give her a, give her a good storyline. And so, you know, they all show up and they get to this point where, and it's kind of creepy when you're reading it too. And I, even reading it a second time, I was like, Whoa, we're like Spider-Man's walking in one of the caverns or something at the, at, in Genosha. And he like start, everything starts going white. And then he's like, guys, what's going on? And then it like all goes white. And then that's the end of, I believe that's the end of the issue or the end of the issue is him waking up and he wakes up to, uh, I believe it's, uh, yeah, Gwen Stacy saying like your kid, like you need to come take care of your kid. And it's like, oh no. And it's like, what a cool cliffhanger for a first issue to, it's like, I wondered why Marvel hadn't done something like that before, but it's, it's the perfect kind of, you know type of big movie of the like reality has changed and no one knows it like and no one but the a select few people know that reality is different we've got to like the the odds and the stakes of that are so big to like right. even wonder and that's and that is that's the crux of wandavision though it, they 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 pulled that out of like we're going to create this reality where the people inside it have no idea that they're in it and maybe there's one or two people that do actually know that they're in it, but then everyone else has no idea. The only difference being Westfield or Westview versus the entire planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like, like in the show, like uh, Monica slash Geraldine, she doesn't remember things like she has to get reminded, but uh, it's like the same thing in this, in this, uh, in this run of house of M like nobody, nobody remembers their past life except for, you know, Logan, because I guess I guess that's that's a that's a uh, a byproduct of what happened to him was he he did, he never remember anything he never remembered his past lives in in the regular timeline and then when he gets in this one he remembers everything so yeah. he's like the he's the first one to uh, to realize like that you know it was pretty crazy so like yeah I see where they pulled that from but like I guess I guess in, in the show it doesn't take people that long to figure out that they're in a alternate you know reality. But we don't know yet. We just, we just one person, mm-hmm. one person so far figured out that they're in an alternate reality. And it looks like Vision, Vision on the show. He's just like, 
he's not he's not down with what's going on. He he keeps questioning everything, but after yep. a while he just goes with it for whatever reason. Yeah, and we and and we get that cool and again, even then it's so cool because we don't know it yet, but that that's like my favorite thing about the series is that the the whole premise of it is Wanda essentially created a reality where everyone gets what they want. Like it's just everyone gets what they wanted. So Spider-Man is married to his first love. He's got a kid. He's public. Like people know he's Spider-Man and they're okay with it. He's a hero. Wolverine always wanted to remember everything. And so in doing so, he knows that yeah. it's the wrong reality. So like what a cross for him to bear that he got what he wanted, but at a you know extreme cost. And then uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that they show. Uh, but everybody, uh, everybody. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I guess I guess perfect reality was Emma Frost and Scott. That's right, Emma Scott Frost and married. Scott were together. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. And I'm trying to remember some other ones. Gene but... wasn't Gene with Wolverine? No, he was with. Uh, oh, Mystique. Mystique, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, they were they were they were part of Shield. The, the, the red guard right there's a yep. the red so guard like the, all the mutants are now they're all public everybody loves mutants mm-hmm. and they're you know they're worship they're they're right where they need to be which is again like what we're trying to get out in house of x but mm-hmm. they you know wanda cheated right she like she did it she fabricated it but um yeah but that, that was i think that was magneto's uh perfect reality where where the mutants were the, the dominant uh oh right people. yep so that that was his that was his his perfect scenario, and I think all all Wanda wanted was her family and her kids. Yep, and, and so know, that so. you know she got that too, and then same with right. Quicksilver and and you know and Polaris as well being right. uh, part of the family too. But then you know Wolverine has that badass scene where he just jumps over the edge of the helicopter, oh, yeah, <laughs> and just flies through the sky and smashes into the side of that building and into the ground, mm-hmm. and he's like, "All right, I got to go figure out what's going on," and so he. He runs off and he tries to do some investigating, but he doesn't realize that he's got a tracker in his arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at the same time, again, there's like these other groups are moving around. We get to see a little backstory on Cyclops and Emma Frost. We get to see some backstory on Luke Cage. He seems like he's kind right. of like Kingpin basically now uh, or something like that, where he's just like a gang leader, which is, you know, maybe was what he wanted was always to be in charge, kind of like cottonmouth sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then, but then at some point, I'm trying to remember exactly how it happens, but what is it? There's a, there's another girl and her ability is that she can make people remember. Is that right? Yeah. Layla Miller is her name. Like and that's, that's, that's a weird mute. There's a weird mutant power where she can make everybody remember their past life. And I don't know where that came from. But... Yeah. yeah. Let's see just if she was something before house of M or if she was created yeah, no, her first appearance was in um, House of M4. Um, it doesn't say, or I'll see here if it says what her powers are. But so she, so her, basically the cracks are starting to form in this reality. And there's right. a group of people who now know that it's a fake reality. And so it's her, Wolverine, and then they, they along with like Luke Cage and Hawkeye, but essentially setting up this sort of underground Avengers that it looks a lot like the new Avengers or the secret Avengers. And yeah. It's, it's the human resistance movement. Mm-hmm. Plus all the people that, that, that she makes remember there, there, you know, I guess there's real six, one, six reality. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and wasn't it too, that it was like a lot of, cause like Hawkeye was one of them, but he died. 
It, it was he the yeah. only one that was dead, but now is alive? Yeah, because I, I don't. Well, I, I don't remember seeing Scott Lang in there, but uh, he he was he was the only one that I could remember on there. Like he like when he when he figured out, you know, his reality was he was going to die. And he just went off the rails. So like, or he yeah, left he lost it. Mm-hmm. But I've got, and I don't know what issues this from, but I have a the a full page spread, the one of Cloak. Uh, oh yeah! Opening up and Hawkeye's there with his arrow and he's like, "Do it!" and and uh, shoots. Oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah! That was badass. And then, oh, Professor Xavier is dead in this reality, but he isn't actually dead. Like he's uh, there's a memorial tomb for him, but the tomb is empty. Uh, right. Okay, I've got a screenshot. Of so it's uh, it's Spider-Man, Wolverine, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, aka Captain Marvel. Uh, some of the people from Wolverine's prior group, like Nightcrawler and them showed up and then they got there. Essentially, Layla, uh, along with, I think, uh, Emma Frost, basically projects their minds into these people to kind of wake them up, basically. And right. so their whole plan now is like, okay, we're just going to wake everybody up. Like if we wake all the right people up, then we can figure out what's going on. And this is all happening at the same time that they're starting, I feel like they're starting to suspect that it's Wanda. And so they're like, okay, we need to find Wanda. And so they're like, okay, it's at the top of the house of M building. And there's a ceremony that's going on there. And so they right. cause some ruckus to make it a distraction so that Dr. Strange, he astral projects to Wanda and she's up in a room playing with her sons. And, and I, uh, this is, this was one where I just took a screenshot of the page because was so the the uh, conversation that they had with each other was so good and it was so scat sad of like she's completely not I feel like it's like she's purposely brainwashed herself to mm-hmm. kind of just be okay with this reality and he says um, he says you remember me and she's like remember you you were there at the birth of my children how did you find yourself here in Genosha doctor and he says uh, you brought us here Wanda and she's like I did and she said you created young Layla Miller to bring us here. And she's like, I don't know who that That's is. Right. And it's That's like, right. oh, and but then the next scene is her remembering her disassembling Hawkeye. And then the candle, like a candle goes out. And uh, she's basically like, I need you to leave. Uh, he, She says he was so mad at me and I just needed to protect my children. And so now they're kind of like, oh, well, I, this was the whole thing. And so she says, um, and he's like, Wanda, Wanda, listen to me. And she says, I can't control any of it. And then she says, uh, or maybe this was the next bit where she says no more mutants. That's at the very end. But so she kind of like, I feel like she like kicks him out sort of. She's like, get out. And then he kind of gets kicked out, but they're like, it's Wanda, but someone's been controlling her. Like we need to figure out who it is. We need to get Magneto. Right. But then they find out it's not Magneto. (laughs) Right. And it was Pietro the entire time. And he, Mm -hmm. again, like in, in great form, like he wasn't being evil, he just was giving her, like telling her, you know, you need to protect yourself. You need to like, don't let them take your life from you. You need to stand up for yourself. So he was just trying to be a good brother to her. And so she convinced herself that that was a good idea and they try to stop her. And that's when we get the famous line of no more mutants. Yeah. Which... Cause I think Pietro would like what he was doing. He like, he was, he was kind of being sympathetic and sympathizing with her. Like, like let's give everybody their perfect life. He wasn't trying to, uh, yeah. He wasn't trying to, to like, you know, kill anybody else or, or go against anybody. He was just saying, like, we can give them all their perfect lives. And that's how she fights. So like she doesn't, you know, I don't think she wants to fight. Like, she doesn't have any fight in her left after all this. Yeah. And he's, he basically implores her, like, hey, you know, we can just give everybody their perfect life. 
and that's how it happens. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not like, you know, I think, I think she, she was resigned to the fact that, you know, they were coming to get her. They were going to do something there and he was like trying to convince her to create a new reality. So, yeah. Yeah. And man, it, uh, reading it the first time, hearing about it, knowing about it, like no more mutants is probably one of the linchpins of the Marvel universe in terms of moments in time, because, yeah. That is the moment that the it, whether they planned to or not, that is when Marvel decided that they did not want to deal with mutants anymore in the Marvel universe, and they reduced them down to 198. And uh, so many mutants lost their powers all over the planet, including Magneto. Uh, Iceman loses his powers, and then, but you know, throughout the years, some of them start coming back. But the whole general gist of it is. Mutants are now an endangered species, and they are that way until House of X, which uh, kind of sucks because, you know, now you've got, what is that? It's longer than 10 years of storytelling right. where it's like every story that the X-Men have is, oh, we're being persecuted because, you know, we've only got five of us left. And it's like, I'm so tired of hearing this over and over. But <laughs> at the same time, to know that this is the moment when that happens is so powerful. It's like, damn, Wanda, like... And then they call her the pretender in House of X because, you know, she she ruined everything for them. Like she right. she couldn't take it back either. And she never yeah. took it back. Like she never said, all right, back to the normal amount of mutants. No, it seems like like in this run, like she, you know, like like we talk about her trauma being being the reason she does all this reality bending. And I and I know I remember like she has like a little dialogue with with Magneto. Like he like he was like. All, all of their all of their pain and all, all their suffering was caused by him. Like he was never like he he threw her and her brother into the into the, the fight. Like you know with the the Brotherhood of Mutants and everything. Right. So like she blamed him, and that's when she like did the whole no more mutant thing because she was tired of of the, of the fight. Yeah, you know. So so even though Magneto didn't cause it, and he you know he tried to he tried to well he actually did didn't he he did kill Pietro and then she brought him back. Like Something was, like, like that. Was, yeah. Now I'm yeah. going to I'm have to open that up and see. Yeah. Like he was throwing, he was throwing like metal at him and he actually killed him. But, you know, of course, Wanda brought him back. And that's when, that's, you know, she, she went on this, this, this whole monologue about how, you know, they, they were, they suffered because of their dad. And that's when she did the whole no more mutant thing. Yeah. And, um, and the world is kind of weird because, you know, it's, it's kind of weird because, you know, Magneto wanted, you know, to be the dominant species and it wind up being his own daughter that, you know, almost wiped them all off the, you know, off the earth. Yeah. That, you know, that is pretty ironic that mm-hmm. I, I think the emperor would, would find that very ironic. Uh, but yeah. And then he, I mean, there's a, there's the bit with, uh, Oh no, that disassembling of Hawkeye, that was him getting disassembled again. He again, shows yeah. up to confront Wanda and she disassembles him again. it's like, you have got to be, kidding me and yeah and so then then magneto freaks out on pietro and he's throwing all this metal at him but but was it her or was it the twins i think it was the, the twins, twins did it yeah the twins twin, says twin one of the kids i think it's probably wiccan says get out yeah and yeah and he, he, but then yeah he kills uh he kills pietro and then she brings him back mm-hmm. and then says no more mutants and that's the end of that issue and so then yeah the last issue is uh what happens Oh, it's the last. So that's it. That's the end of it. That's essentially right. the end of House of M because she says yeah, no it's kind of like it's kind of like a panic 
just like just like Infinity War, like like everybody's panicking and they're everybody's losing their powers and it's like being broadcast all over the world and like the what the, the last shot is like a picture of the of the Earth and like it because it says it says like yep. uh, like uh, you know all the power is not lost. It went somewhere for every for every action. There's an equal and opposite reaction. So yep. it's not like it's all lost. It just went somewhere. Like and all where that power it ended wasn't... up going, we won't find out for right. another seven years uh, because the last, so the last shot where it says that it shows a very bright light coming from the corner. And I was like, is that what I think it is? And I Googled it just to make sure. And yes, it is the Phoenix. But I was like, you, you don't see this Phoenix until Avengers versus X-Men, which isn't right. until 2012. So they are sitting on the story for that long, which to me, again, doesn't make sense. Like that you... You can't just say no more mutants and then the Phoenix takes seven years to show up. Like there's been other stories where the Phoenix just shows up and it's like, where were you? So very strange that they held on for so long. But as as everyone knows, again, they, they suffered that, those seven years and then AVX came out and uh, Wanda actually becomes a driving force to help Hope. Uh, kind of handle her power to accept the Phoenix into her. And the way that they win is for her using her power for the Phoenix to restore mutant powers to everybody. But I'm, if I'm remembering right, there was like a, it's, there's no guarantee that it worked, but, but basically a bunch of people get their powers back, but I don't know if it's to the level what it used to be. That isn't until, um, house of x when they start resurrecting all of the dead mutants and and you know bringing all of those other mutants back but man this is like this was just the start of the mutants getting the worst treatment ever in the mcu and so i wonder too i'm trying to think of what what marvel x-men movie would have come out around 2005 to make them say because you know there's the whole thing and 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 they will never admit it but it's you know 100 percent true when they started making Inhumans a thing instead of the X-Men because of the Fox deal. And then they started taking the Fantastic Four out of the running in the comics because of the Fox deal. Um, but I'm trying to think in 2005, that would have probably been like... Well, uh, last stand. Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, look it up. Yeah, when that makes sense out? too. that Because because first class wouldn't have come out until 2011, 2010 and then uh wolverine origins wasn't until 2009 uh last stand came out in 2006 six wow okay mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i guess at this point they're like well you know the movies aren't doing that good you can write about whatever you want <laughs> like just whatever you want to do to the mutants that's fine we have no they're not right. going anywhere. but uh yeah they got thrown through the ringer so um so with that all said though uh anything you took away from this that maybe you know could be applied to wandavision now that we've seen this net most recent episode as well uh wild speculation for me is i think that that they're gonna do like uh they're gonna f- flip it on us and not not set it up in the series it, it'll be like a, a long a long play it'll be something that that'll set up in future maybe tv shows or movies is where wanda actually creates mutants or, or, or enhances the mutant gene through her radiation because we keep talking about the big bang and, and the mind stone like i, I kind of keep thinking that that it's their mutant gene that that helps strucker you know create them in the first place it's not because he said they, they, they've got bodies buried under you know buried so deep they won't be able to find them yeah so the, the, these two who happen to be you know related so they have the same genetic code so i think that you know they're they're the ones that 
probably through some kind of mutant mutant gene they they survived and they gained powers yeah so that's that's my my thinking is that something's going to happen some event where it, it it won't it won't happen right away maybe it'll be like something that they won't spell out specifically but i think i think she's the key to introduce introduce mutants to the mcu you know, it'd be think. funny too is you could you could even argue that like because you know the whole thing is like you have a mutant gene and it gets activated when you're in puberty or when you've had like a trauma and so right. that could be the whole thing is like wanda activates these people's powers through her trauma and that mm-hmm. is how other people can activate it is because of their traumatic experience that's when they become right. mutant as well so it's like that's the legacy she passes on which is really sad but uh, at the same time, again, would be really interesting if that's what ends up happening. Who knows? Again, we are wildly speculating. No, I do like that wild, idea. Yeah, wild speculation. But what if what if something also like the people that that the the quote unquote vanished come back and they have some kind of DNA like mess with coming back? Yeah. So, so like you got Monica Rambo. She she's supposed to have you know she's supposed to be you know uh, photon. But you know, maybe she gets powers that kind of way or something. Like I know, I know you've talked about it before with uh, with uh, uh, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, instead instead of doing the Terrigen bomb. Yeah, here's you know. my uh, my because and I know we were, we had been talking about that on the Discord about you know the whole bubble and and you know she's in Jersey and all of that sort of stuff. But my my prevailing theory before that theory was that the snaps activate p- mutant gene because. There's uh, the whole thing that Rocket talks about with when, you know, the, the, when it snaps, it emits that frequency that shoots across radiation. He shows the, he shows the map. And when, when Thanos does it in Wakanda, it almost covers all of Africa. And Mm -hmm. so you would have mutants all over there, which would be awesome. But then there's a snap in New York, which would have covered presumably almost all of the U S maybe a little bit of Europe and all of them could have been impacted by it and had their DNA changed. So that, that was my guess was like, okay, it's going to be that, that would be the explanation is like, because of the snap, because of the ancient power that's released when it's snapped, that all in those areas can do it. Or, and again, no one would care if they're like, oh, when it snaps, it does emit a frequency that could foreseeably go all over the entire planet. Like it just goes to the whole planet. Now everybody's a mutant. Like I would even be cool with that. I'd be like, okay. I like, I like that. I think, I think what it is, is that it's like that radiation affects certain people that have that genetic code, not right. everybody. Yeah. Not just everybody, remember, like, just with the, the mutants. With the, with the, like the Terrigen bomb, like, you know, some people die and some people get altered forever, but you know, people that have that genetic signature when they get affected by this radiation from the snap, you know, they, they're altered and they yep. become mutants. That would be cool. But yeah. Again, again, wild speculation. I know, so. I know, but uh, <laughs> man, I know. I was loving the. You guys should have heard the conversation that Robert and I had last night because we were going so far off the deep end. It was mm-hmm. so great, um, and I, I hesitate to even mention it just because it was so wild. But it all made sense. Like we've we've connected things into Phase Five. I feel like at this point, like we we must have gotten some like mind message from the writers like oh okay yeah cool. right <laughs> uh yeah i'm i'm trying to think there was a there was another bit about this i, I felt like from the show oh you know the, and i guess it's not really related to house of m but i just the last few times i've watched this most recent episode whenever monica comes back and i start seeing all those other people i've been really like tony stark did that like these people are coming back because of him 
and mm-hmm. it like enhanced my viewing so much more just knowing like what he sacrificed and seeing all of these people come like i hope that one of the movies or shows addresses that and addresses right. like a memorial for him like more than the funeral of like you saved you know billions of Boy. lives literally billions of lives like maybe you know it'd be cool as if they did like a thank you video to his daughter of like you know millions that would be cool saying like thank you iron man and like sends it to her as a kind of gift or something that would be cool but i think they they hinted at that a lot in uh far from home like you saw murals of him everywhere oh yeah you're right yeah, you're don't, right. don't okay. forget don't forget don't forget hulk so hulk hulk was the original one to snap that's why he got the arm all messed up so wait oh my gosh look at <laughs> me oh wow call me a marvel fan man oh man i was th- that is insane that wasn't iron man at all no, yeah, Iron okay, Man got Iron rid Man, of the army. Those yeah. should be Hulk posters all over the world. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know if they, they saw that or they knew that, but maybe they do. I, I have no idea. But, do you? Th- yeah. I feel like Hulk would have been like, it was Tony. Like he wouldn't maybe. have wanted the the recognition. I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he wanted the spotlight at all. I don't think Banner ever liked spotlight in the first place. Like he's always been spending his, not his whole life, but ever since he you know turned, he's been trying to hide and stay out of the public eye. You know, and plus he. I mean, I don't know. But that also doesn't line up because he was getting photos with the kids. So now he is likes being in the Well, yeah, now not, not that he now that he's, you know, smart har- you know, har- with with the Hulk, yeah. So But he it's was, different yeah, so now. maybe he would have. He might I don't know. One way or another, I I would like an answer to that. That that would right. be that would be my thing. Um yeah. any other final thoughts on on uh, WandaVision or on House of M? Uh well, no, I'm just I'm just loving the show. I just I just like the similarities between them, but I like them. You know, the MCU is doing their own thing per se. It's not cookie cutter or straight from the pages, but I, I can see I can see the subtle similarities between the show and 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 the uh, comic book run. So, yep, I'm just looking forward to seeing what they do next. So. Yeah, I'm in this perpetual heaven, knowing that there's a, a Marvel show coming every week. Like it's right. been, it's been awesome. It's been great. I just hope that no, I, I'm wondering if there's going to be a law of averages sort of thing of avoiding spoilers, because I feel like you can avoid spoilers before you go see the Marvel movie for the first time. But the fact right. that there's new content every single week, I feel like those odds are exponentially increased that something is going to leak at some point that, you know, you'll accidentally see that's going to ruin like the next day. I, you know, there's people already talking about, you know, someone leaked things from a future episode so it's like mm-hmm. if they're already doing that now with this like what's going to happen when falcon and winter soldier comes out or like black widow and blah 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 like i'm just i have to keep my blinders up at all times because i can't i mean i even got mad watching the uh the one minute promo for this newest episode i was like right. i shouldn't have watched that like it was it was too revealing yeah I, I just think they they have they have to get their subscriber numbers up you know they, they have yeah. to show stuff like that to get people interested because you know I, I, I like the show from the beginning, you know, yeah, it started off slow, but it's, it's all built up, right. It's it's all building up to something, something really good. Yep. So, but like, I think a lot of people were impatient as far as like the, 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 the weekly model instead of the binge model. Yep. So people Absolutely. were like, I want, I want to see what happens next right away. So I think, I think what they're doing is, is, you know, gaining, trying to gain the trust back of the people that, that checked out after the first two episodes. So this, that's why they're doing it. But you know, it's, I've been staying away from all that. I, I I heard about the little minute promo, but I haven't seen it. I I, I stay clear of it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, all it was was the scene with uh, with Jimmy Woo and uh, Monica before she gets di- disappears. Basically, from her walking up and them talking, and then she disappears, and right. something with Darcy too. But I was just like, this is oh, and then they showed all of the their the missing persons people as they're hanging them up on the oh no thing. i thought you were talking about there's another one out oh i, I watched that one as well and that one, that one okay. wasn't as bad that one it literally just shows like a couple bits of i don't consider what we see in wandavision to be a spoiler more so what actually is going on in the mcu so like right. i'm fine watching promos of the 80s ish episode or the 90s episode that's fine with me but like don't show me them figuring out why this is a show in the first place. Like, I, I don't know. Does that make sense? Oh, I got you. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But yeah, yeah. so that, uh, I think that's going to do it for us here. So Robert, thanks again so much for coming by. Uh, this was a blast and I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed this. Hopefully we can do some more of these in the future. Oh, definitely. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, no worries. And so for all of us here at Comics and Cinema, my name is Alex Klein. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you.